right, welcome to the Draw No Bet podcast. My name is James. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw No Bet Pod for lots of funny tweets. At least we think they're funny. And sometimes some good gambling advice when we're not doing a pod. Nolan, are you there? I'm here, James. How are I already you? Knew, I already knew you were there. We were talking before I started the pod, but you know, it's a little trick of the trade right there. Make it seem like we're just, you know, off the cuff here. All sorts of stuff. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm just rambling now. But um what a shitty weekend we just had. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of this winter break at all. Yeah, and then all this drama with the Man City weather match, which just officially got rescheduled today. It's being played on Wednesday the nineteenth. That's not so, that's not what you wanted as a, as a Man City fan, I'm guessing. No, it's not, and it's also um, I almost quit FPL this weekend, but this at least it's still in the same game week of FPL wise. So I'm back, I'm back tentatively back into playing FPL, but I don't know, man. It was a very frustrating game week, very unentertaining soccer matches outside of the Richarlison goal and the Decore goal, which were both awesome. But other than that, man, ugh. I I rather enjoyed the the Dortmund uh, Leverkusen match. I, I hit my over at halftime, which is always always nice. Oh, that's but that, that was that was a lot of fun. And then I watched a little bit of of the Milan derby, which was also a very well, well from a gambling standpoint, uh, successful, but also a, a good game. That's good. I, I missed all that stuff. I went and um, just did the the outside thing for most of the weekend, which was which was nice. But uh, I'm ready to get back into some soccer watching this weekend. Um, so d- did you get my text? We have for the first time ever, we have listener questions which is just so professional. I don't even know. I don't even know how that happened, man. I feel like your wife just sent you a, a, a text <laughs> message and you're just <laughs> making, making it like a fan uh, uh, tweeted at us. Yeah. The fan question is from our one listener. Um, what's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good uh, one. From a longtime friend of the pod, um, Amal. I don't know if I'm saying your name right, but maybe I am. Um, so Nolan. Do you ever use any like FPL models or any other soccer statistical models for betting? That's one of his questions. Uh, for FPL models, I, I kind of, I, I use them for different ways as far as betting. And then like FPL, unless you're going to go into the goal scorers market, like anytime goal scorers, yeah. but for FPL, I really just focus on heat maps and shots and key passes. Some people like to go into the XG market for that, but I just like to focus on shots and key passes for my fantasy players. It's more about uh, quantity than quality. Like, I just want people to shoot. Right, right. What about you? Um, so, like, over the summer, uh, I mean, you know this, but as we were putting together this podcast and getting all of our plans and, like, how when we're going to pod and all that stuff, um, I stood up, like, a historical gambling database. So, it's got, like, EPL, La Liga, and Bundesliga going back, like, four years. So, it's got every game, scores, cards, corners, counts, and all that stuff, and then what the lines were historically. So, I use that pretty often. Um, I also, a couple years back, did a FPL thing for our FPL podcast along the similar similar lines with just historical FPL stats. And um, a lot of that stuff you can find on like GitHub uh, repositories and or like standalone websites. Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm actually doing any modeling in like the sense like you would see in academia or like data science. Um, no. Like regression, like regression or like random forest nope. regression models. Not, we're not doing any of that yet. But like when I look at game lines, I try and establish my narrative based on the fact that you know I like we watch a shit ton of Premier League games I look at the lines and then I see if I can find statistical trends to like disprove my assumptions so I'm always I'm always backing my eye test um and trying to disprove them with stats and then if it disproves it then I don't really bring it up on the pod if it proves it then I try and uh bring it up as a as a gambling point that's kind of how I approach approach it one thing that I've been 
Well, first of all, totally agree. But one thing that I've been kind of dabbling with, and I haven't really talked with you about it, just because I've been, I don't know, reinforcing it my as my strategy, is I've been looking at uh, possession stats in relation to shots or key passes. So basically, like, how many passes does it take a team to shoot? Uh, okay. Just because possession stats are like, okay, you can dominate a game, but are you shooting a lot? And and basically, I've been I've been using that lately. So for the past like month or six game weeks, like from a form table standpoint, it's just like, just for example, like Watford and Southampton, they create a big opportunity every thirty passes. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is quite frequent because they, they they don't pass like a shit ton, but they pass like you know 250, 300 times a game where. Crystal Palace and Arsenal are double that. They have to pass 75 times in order to get one shot. Interesting. Okay. So I, I've been kind of looking at that and, and mess, making my own statistics around that of just like kind of what you were talking about, like going into a narrative and and kind of reinforcing your, your thoughts on a line mm-hmm. um, with just like, okay, how many times if Crystal Palace shoots every 75 passes, how many passes are they going to have in a game, really? And then and then kind of go from there. Interesting. That's that's no, we haven't talked about that. That's a really interesting take. I know the um, especially with with soccer modeling as opposed to other sports, like like you said, heat map stuff is so much more prevalent, and that gets extremely complicated yeah. once you start to look into the the modeling aspect of it. There's um, I mean, Stats Bomb is a website that does that. Uh, they have a, a couple podcasts that um they push out. The Double Pivot podcast does a really good job of analyzing that type of analytical trends. So um. Actually, that's his other question: Is uh, do you have any uh, any useful tools or sites that you'd recommend checking out? Stats Bomb and the Double and the Double Pivot Podcast are both awesome. And then I know that you and I both use Understat for XG goal stuff. That's really great. And um, just for the gambling his history type stuff, there's a website uh, football-data.co.uk, and that just provides uh, like Excel data dumps of historical um, gambling results for all the leagues. So you can go back for years on that and look at stuff. So with basic basic Excel or Google Sheets um, skill set, you can like throw up a pivot table and get a nice nice trend analysis going with that. But Yeah, I, we're, we're both kind of data data guys. I think most gambling people are to a yeah. certain extent, but I have my own database that I've been collecting for the past couple of years. You have yours, and then we kind of utilize like other third parties and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of, it's how you use it and, and the narratives that you, you spin, I guess. Absolutely. And, and being aware that just because a database is telling you that a trend is going one way or another, it they can data lies to you just as much as it uh, can, I don't know, guide you towards the truth. So just keeping that in mind. Anyway, that was a diatribe. This is a lines. weird start to the pod, but I like it. Well, shit, man. It's like that. Those both of those questions are like what I do for a living. Yep. Not not the gambling aspect, but like my day to day job is <laughs> right in that in that ballpark. So, if you want any more details on on Python scripts on how to scrape data and all that bullshit, uh, yeah, hit me up on the tweets, man. Okay, Nolan, let's get into some game action. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, week. I have week twenty seven in my notes, but that is wrong. This is week twenty six, part two. And I don't really like many of the lines here, but I have four bets I want to talk about. What about you? I have four bets as well, because there's five games, right? Six. Well, Man City got rescheduled, so we'll have City oh, yeah. at the end of the game week. But um, So first off, it's Leicester City Wolves on Friday, right? Yeah, Friday game. Love um, 
Yeah, so Wolves have only lost twice at home this year, including their lost uh, their last game against Liverpool, which, as I said, we're trying to throw Liverpool out in these statistics because they are the best team in the world. Um, only two home clean sheets on the season, though, from Wolves. So as we've talked about before on the pod, that 1-1 scoreline, uh, they're a tidy defense, but they just can't keep clean sheets. Uh, Leicester, on the other hand, only been shut out once on the road. Uh, I see goals here i lean wolves to eke this out but i'm taking just the always super fun not really but just basic both teams to score at 1.7 for two units um both teams to score and over 2.5 is a nice at at plus 145 but uh there's projected to still be weather issues going on throughout england this weekend i'm a little worried about all goals goal scoring but i do think that both teams find the net here so just super simple um 1.7 1.7 for two units, both teams to score, Leicester City versus Wolves. I, lo- I love it when we have the exact same bet. I really do. Because I looked at the both teams to score and over, and it's like, nah, it's just going to be both teams to score. Yeah, uh, Wolves with only five clean sheets all season. Uh, Foxes have conceded at least one goal nine of the last ten games, which is crazy when you think about it. Given how great they were to start. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um. Uh, again, they they played some some rough teams in there, but uh, yeah, they have been looking a little leaky at the back. I I would I'm I'm just going to put a unit on both teams to score at at minus one thirty five. But you know, you might persuade me with a with a Raúl Jiménez you know anytime goal scorer. I might I might put some money on that later or like game time decision. I I also like a Leicester halftime draw full time at eleven to one just for funsies, but. Really, the the main bet is going to be both teams to score on this one. Absolutely, man. Okay, yeah. So you're in, you're in it for one unit, and I'm in it for two. So yeah. Okay. Um, I'll match you. I- I'll match you. Two units. Hey, look at us. All right, good. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll lose this one together. Um, all right, you, you give me another game then. Where do you want to go? Sorry, I was taking a sip of my cocktail. I thought you were going to go. Um, I'm drinking a, a, a bourbon and ginger ale. A bourbon and ginger. I'm drinking a um, unsweetened grapefruit sparkling water. <laughs> what Woo. what different lives we what, lead. What a party on a Tuesday night here, man. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about the Aston Villa Spurs game? Oh, um, so my, my gut thought on it is that Spurs beat City, then go away to Villa and lose and it's like how much more Spursy could you get than that result and none none more Spursy <laughs> none. Is, is the none none more Spursy is the answer to that um sounds like you've I, been drinking bourbon I, <laughs> I promise I have not uh Villa plus 0.5 one unit here is is the bet that I like here uh Spurs mostly due to the city game they're wildly overperforming their expected goals against they're plus six on the margins in 2020 thanks to mostly Raheem Sterling just missing a thousand billion chances. Um, but they've only scored four goals on in 2020. Villa have almost doubled double their goals in 2020 and close to their same ex, uh, expected goals against, but they just don't have the same six-goal variance. I I just don't see Spurs winning this game. I think it's going to be a draw or, or Villa are going to eat this one out. Uh, it just seems very the, the narrative with Spurs that they're not going to pull this one out and they're going to... Um, just kind of continue their up and down form. What's your read on this? Yeah, just looking at the performances rather than the results. Like yeah. we, we've watched Spurs recently, and it's just like it's not it's not fun. It's not fun to watch Spurs right now. 
Um, but much like Newcastle, they keep on eking out these weird victories, which, you know, might be the Jose factor. But I mean, I, for, for this, I'm going to go back to, you know, the statistics of, you know, possession, uh, you know, per shot or, or chances created. And, and Aston Villa are actually, you know, pretty high up there based on um, the amount of passes they need to complete in order to take a shot or create a chance. So I, I like the smart play is, is taking the points, but I think I'm going to go money line uh, just for just for one unit at plus 300. I had that was how I originally wrote up all my notes for this bet, but I I pussied out as it were and just took uh, Villa plus point five. But um, yeah, I I feel the same way about this man. I would not be surprised with a Villa win here. It's it is all narrative based. I mean, Spurs were just they got dominated by City, and that was another aberration win for them. But anyway, yeah. So you're on them for money line, huh? Yeah, money line one unit just plus three hundred. Plus three hundred. Okay. Okay. I can support that one. I'm I'm coming from the same uh, train of thought on that one. Um, you go you next. Anything, oh yeah, you have anything on Arsenal Newcastle? So, y- yeah, I do. Do you? I do. Yeah. Uh, do you want to say it at the exact same time? <laughs> no. <laughs> sure. No, no. no. I'll, I'll go first. Um, Arsenal are favored by one and a half goals here. Uh, do you know off the top of your head how many times this season Arsenal have covered a one and a half goal spread? Oh, that's going to be zero times. Has to be. It's actually twice. They so away West Ham and just recently home United when they had that two nothing. But just going to give a shout out to past to past James on a few podcasts ago. The things I think I think and why I think I think them segment that was all over Arsenal defense. Um, it's actually a thing. I think this line should be two point five as the total goals. Um, it's right now it's set at three. I am all over the under three goals Ooh. here. Um, Newcastle are dead last in XG in 2020. Arsenal are bottom five. Uh, this seems just like a low scoring game to me. If I was going to be picking a team line, I'd be on the Newcastle plus 1.5. But I think just the the easy under three goals here, 2-1 Arsenal victory is, is a push. That's fine. But I, I just see this as a, as a low scoring game. So I have one unit on the under three. Okay. You changed my bet. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I, I didn't even think about that because again, uh, it takes seventy-five passes for Arsenal to to create a chance, um, and and Newcastle just you know are overperforming their their xG and uh, offensive capabilities. So yeah, no, I, I I'm with you on that one. Uh, can I persuade you uh, to yeah. parlay that with something? Yeah, I'm already in. I don't even need to hear what it is. First of all, after coming back, <laughs> cool. Come on, yeah. Um, coming back from Vegas and being very, very successful with, uh, parlaying Liverpool winning with all of my bets. Oh no. Why don't we just parlay Liverpool winning with something like (laughs) each week? What are we doing? This, (laughs) this is, uh, it's, it's like a Nightingale strategy, but it's working out for us so far or Martingale, not a Nightingale, Martingale strategy, but, um, Okay, I could be convinced about this. What's what's your what's your play? Just Liverpool money line and the under, or Liverpool money line and all of our bets. First of all, you're going to have to define what one a Nightingale strategy is, and two what a Mightingale. What, what did you uh, say? I, I believe it is a Martingale. Is what I'm trying to say. Martingale. What is that? I'm going to double check that I'm right here. Martingale. Okay, so the Martingale strategy is. If I'm going to be placing many bets on something, right? I'm going to bet 
one unit on a win here. If that loses, then the next time I'm going to bet two units. Oh, yeah, and yeah. If that loses, it's going to be four units. So that that is the martingale strategy. Nightingale is a type of bird. <laughs> I've been playing this bird board game called Wingspan with my wife and some and some of our mutual friends. It's awesome. Anyway, I got birds on the brain. If you guys like birds, check out Wingspan. It's badass. Anyway, whoa, I was got way nerdy there for a second. Um, So your Liverpool parlay, what is it? That's 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 also your your uh, Tinder profile. I got birds on the brain. <laughs> like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's uh, a real uh, certain suspect of or, or section of the uh, population I'm looking for. The birder girls. Uh, I, I was just looking for. <laughs> I was just looking for a a uh, a bet to make a Liverpool parlay, moneyline parlay with, just to uh, up the odds on it. Um, so I think this one might be it with the Arsenal under parlaying that with Liverpool money line. So what does that get us? That gets us from even money to like what one one thirty probably. Oh no, more than that, like one fifty. Come on. Ah. What's what's the Liverpool money line at? It's like minus three hundred. Oh no 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 no. So it's um minus four hundred. It, it, it turns us into it, that turns us in, into a plus one twenty parlay. <laughs> okay, maybe we don't do that. <laughs> nah, that's the, at least the current line. So the Arsenal under three is now at, at one point seven. So it's not not even money anymore. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. All right, we'll we'll pull pull that one back. All um, right, I, I'm I'm with you on the Arsenal bet. I'm with you on okay. the Arsenal under. All right. We're, um. Uh, I don't have anything else that I'm super excited about. So, I okay. Ch- Chelsea Manu. Th- there's always like in the, in the past like ten years, Chelsea Manu has always been a lot of press behind it as as one of the most fantastic matchups and a good derby. I I always get underwhelmed with the game itself, and now both these teams are kind of like not in the upper echelon. So I think it has a lot less press, but. I do like Bruno Fernandez to score any time. In his debut, he he had five shots. He was just shooting. Yes, he was. Yeah. And no one else was doing it, so he was sort of like, you know, give me the rock and and I'll I'll try to make something happen here. And against Chelsea's defense, I I, I do especially with their goalkeeper issues because they don't know which goalkeeper to go with and you know, really not good um, save uh, save percentage. I like someone that'll get, you know, five, six shots on target. You know, m- maybe not on target, but like five, six shots in a game. So I like him to score any time. I don't have the actual line on that. Those come out later, later yeah. usually, yeah. But it's going to be it's gonna be plus money. Um, oh, yeah, that's got to be plus, plus 300. At, I mean, he hasn't scored yet in the Premier League, so he's got to be plus 300 at, at a minimum would be my guess. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, yeah, that's that's the kind of wrinkle that that I have in that particular game. Okay, I was dying for this to be um, for the overall goals to be at three, so I could take the under here. Yeah, uh, but it's at two point five, which seems seems about right. I yeah. don't really have a. Um, if I was going to lean one way on on the money line, I'd go Chelsea. But United haven't scored in three in a row. I mean, this game is going to be, I don't know, a drudge to watch. <laughs> but I, I could get behind following you on that one. It, it sometimes it's fun to you know, root for a player. And then that way your bet, you know, wins in the first minute or, or you're just watching until they get subbed off. So. Yeah. As I was reading through my notes for Man U versus Chelsea, I realized I didn't actually have a bet for it. So I don't think I have anything left. I want to talk about, man. No, that's it for me. Okay. Well, there's only, yeah, there's only six games. I will, uh, I will 
probably get in on something for the the rescheduled for Man City West Ham. That's still at minus two point five for City and over under a four, which is a lot. Um, plus, I just saw a picture of Aguero in Abu Dhabi racing Ferraris with his girlfriend. So we're gonna wait and see who's playing striker for City. I, I guess they're supposed to be back in um, Manchester by Saturday, but but still, you never know. Um, so we will actually we'll have another pod by the time that comes up. No, oh, geez. This is such a long game week. Oh, my God. <laughs> we do not like the winter breaks. Uh, yeah, ne- next week, um, yeah, you have President's Day off, right? Yes. Uh, why don't we just do a Monday pod all Champions League, and then let's do another pod later in the week that d- just does the, the EPL stuff. I have plans for the majority of uh, the day. Uh, maybe if we do it on Monday morning. Okay. We'll let's figure it out. That. We'll figure yeah, it and out. And then also... Uh, we are recording our fantasy Premier League podcast this weekend on the Sunday, so listeners, look out for that one. The name of that podcast is Four Point Hit. There we go. I got there. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time, <laughs> but yeah, that should be a fun time. So Ryan will be back in, in with us. It'll be three man booth. Always a fun, always a fun time. And with us having a holiday on Monday, we might have some beers while we record it. Get a little loosey goosey. I don't know. Or and bourbon. Can get off of this sparkling grapefruit water I'm I'm on right now, but it's delicious, I must say. All right, Nolan, you want to run through your bets one last time? Sure thing. I got the Arsenal under with you. I'm I'm sharing a lot of bets with you, man. That's good. Uh, I got the Arsenal under with you. I have both teams to score against uh, for the Wolves Leicester game. I have the Aston Villa money line, and I have Bruno Fernandez to score anytime. All of those are one unit except for the. Wolves Leicester, where I'm following you on two units. I'm on the exact same bets, except more for my Spurs bet is just uh, Villa plus the point five because Nolan is up way more units than I am right now, and I'm being conservative with mine so that I have a little plus next to my name when I publish this podcast in the notes. So I was in the negative there for a little while, and I did not like that. It was not fun. Um, okay, is that it, Nolan? Are we done? That's it, buddy. Sweet. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and. This new fee- this new segment that we have where you can like send us questions and shit. I think it went well for the first time. So thanks to ML for that. And you can tweet at us at drawnobetpod or send us an email at drawnobetpod at gmail.com if you want to send us some listener questions and we'll get to them on on the podcast if they're good or I'll just act like they uh, didn't get delivered to me if they're not good. So <laughs> that's, that's the plan. All right, buddy. Um, I will talk to you next week. See ya. See ya. See ya.